Now, Martin, you know my mum. She passed away. She had emphysema, mm-hmm. which is COPD. And um, I wanted to have a chat with Christine Jenkins today. Uh, she's on the board of the Lung Foundation Australia. Good morning, Christine. How are you going? Good morning, Campo and Marnie. So tell me all about today and what you're wanting to do, obviously, to raise awareness. Because, I mean, Campo's been through this himself. Oh, look, it, debilitating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I watched my mum for many years um, struggle with uh, COPD and, you know, it, 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 it affected us all. And mm. just to see her deteriorate was, uh, was a horrible horrible situation to to witness christine so i wanted to get the word out there today being copd day yes thank you campo i really appreciate it it's one of the big issues in that people are not aware of this disease despite its huge burden in the australian community and globally so copd globally is responsible for uh, affecting over 300 million people. So COPD is a progressive lung disease that is a response to a range of nasty substances that are inhaled predominantly, mm. but also uh, a range of different things such as early life infection, prematurity, recurrent respiratory infections, working in dusty jobs, uh, sometimes long-standing asthma that has not been well managed. So there's a, a range of different things, and that's one of the points we're wanting to make here today, that COPD is a preventable disease. Many people have thought of it as only associated with being a cigarette smoker. Mm. That's absolutely not true. And on this World COPD Day, we want to draw attention to the fact that it is a preventable disease and that the various things that can cause it are occurring across the whole lifespan. Mm. They're not unique to choosing to smoke or being drawn into smoking when Mm. you're a teenager or a young adult. And so there are many things we can do early in life to maximise our lung health. And we want to point to those opportunities as well as minimising the exposure to things that can then cause COPD later in life. One thing I did want to ask you was uh, vaping. It's becoming a bit of you know, an epidemic amongst uh, young school kids and, and what have you. I'm trying to ward my kids off even trying it. Is that, you know, can that lead to COPD? We believe it can, Campo, but it's too early to be able to say that with absolute certainty. What we can say is that it causes inflammation in the airways. And since COPD is a disease where the airways become chronically inflamed Mm -hmm. and ultimately destruction of the lung occurs, which is what emphysema is, we believe that it's very likely COPD will result from long-term vaping. We are very concerned about the fact that most vape fluids contain nicotine, even when they say they don't. But they also contain a huge range of flavorings and chemicals Mm. that are noxious to the lungs. So we have very little doubt that vaping will result in long-term lung damage. We just do not yet have the proof. But we know that most things you inhale over time Mm. that are not meant to go into the lungs cause lung damage. So vaping would be just one of those things and and would be terrible if we didn't learn from history. Um, People once thought cigarette smoke wasn't good for you and now we know it's devastating. Christine, my mum watched the ads. Alpine freshes your breath. Yeah. You know? Yes. Well, it was very different, you know, back Back in the day, and you know, people were giving them free. You know, at times, you my know, my grandfather fought World War Two. Money yeah. was in his kit bag. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, So obviously, as you said today, just, you know, raising awareness about the Mm. several forms of what, you know, that is and the the banner of what it is and the things underneath that. So, I mean, what, what are some things that people need to do to be aware of it or maybe get assistance if they need to? Yes, Marnie. Well, that's a great question. And uh, I would say uh, first in response to what they need to do now, um, if you're an an adult at this point of time, if you have any respiratory symptoms, breathlessness, particularly on exertion, um, which is out of keeping with what you've been used to for yourself, or you know it's more marked than your your friends and family at the same age, you need to have that investigated and go to your GP and say, I want a breathing test. So this breathing test we call spirometry. It's a very simple breathing test. If the GP can't do it themselves, they can refer you to a lung function lab, often in a major hospital, which can do it, but many GPs can do it themselves and we actively encourage that. Secondly, other sorts of respiratory symptoms, not just breathlessness when you're uh, exercising. And by exercise, I'm not talking about running a marathon. I'm talking about walking up a flight or two of stairs or rushing or carrying bags. Mm. If you get breathless when you're doing those things, that is not normal. And the second thing to say is that having cough and phlegm is not normal. So it's very important that you don't just dismiss these things. This is one of the issues with COPD. Uh, People imagine when they get a bit breathless that, oh, well, I've gained a bit of weight, I've got a desk job, I'm not doing enough exercise, I'm getting older. We all have our own explanations and we say to ourselves, I've got to do something about my weight before I mention this to the doctor. Well, actually, no. It's really important. Mention it to the doctor and the doctor will say to you whether this is something that needs to be addressed and thought about. And importantly, when these symptoms occur after a chest infection or if you have persistent chest congestion after a simple viral infection, that's another red flag and another moment, an opportunity to really look into having a breathing test. And I would just vigorously encourage people, one of the problems is COPD is often diagnosed late. It's very hard to do a lot about it at that point of time. We really want to be diagnosing it early, treating it early. We've got some really good medications now for it. And maintaining your physical activity, maintaining your lung health, uh, having your vaccinations, and really actually addressing the fact that it's there early on is very important for uh, trying to prevent it getting any worse. All right, well, we're just going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us, Christine. Thank you. Um, is there a website people can go and check out with the Lung Foundation? Uh, absolutely. The, just uh, Google uh, Lung Foundation of Australia and uh, you'll come up with the Lung Foundation website and there's a fabulous uh, raft of information there which uh, people can access very easily. All right, thank you thank so much you. for your time, Christine Jenkins from the Lung Foundation Thanks. Australia, River 949. <laughs>